0: Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j That's dot leecomau in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. For our very first episode, we have here, I have with me Isaac Calvert, who is a health and fitness expert, a sports nutritionist, a corporate consultant, owner, director, and general boss man of Prestige Fit, a private gym that is uh, online and based in Bowen Hills in Brisbane, Australia, and personal cheerleader to many. Thanks, Isaac. Cheerleader. That's so nice. Thanks, Chip. My pleasure. Thanks for joining me and for our first episode of this. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Um, so we're talking about, we're having conversations or interview style around leadership and communication and what that means for you as a professional and in your industry and also as an individual and how that shows up. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited yeah. to
1: be part of the first one. Thank you.
0: Oh, my pleasure. Um, so you, I have asked you first because I have witnessed through this whole coronavirus everything, you already displayed a lot of this anyway, but you have been one of those standout people for me that I've witnessed just step up as a leader for your community, so for your members, for your contractors and your staff as well. Um, I teach yoga for prestige so and work with Isaac with some corporate clients as well so I've gotten to kind of had this first row seat of you and how you communicate with your community and how you are leading the way in into what our new normal is um and what it might be on the other side of all of this pandemic but it's been really awesome to watch how that shows up in real time so, that's why I brought you on, um, yeah.
1: I appreciate your you being in the front row. <laughs> if,
0: one, just... if, no,
1: if no one was in the front row, I would have nothing to be leading, right?
0: Exactly. So, I am curious. <laughs> we'll leave it in. Yes. I am curious about how your understanding of leadership what that was like for you growing up. So you can get as personal or not as you like um, in any of these questions, but what was your understanding of leadership growing up or in your formative years, wherever you first understood leadership?
1: That is a, an interesting question, um, which no one's ever asked me like that before in terms of like where, where it's shown up in my life. Um, and the the thing that first comes to my mind is like I grew up when, when I grew up when I was born, um, my dad actually apparently like I don't I don't remember him saying these things, but he he was claiming that I wasn't actually his son. Okay, this is a bit of a heartfelt story, right? For
0: so, real, so, or as like a joke, claiming or
1: no, no, as in like he was actually um, not being faithful to my mother at the time and he was trying to cover it up as a narcissist does to to, by blaming her and saying that she was cheating on him and of course this child that she was about to have was not hers which is funny because my my dad actually passed away, it's not funny that my dad passed away but it's it's funny because at his funeral when I was 19 um, which was Years and years ago, now um, he, because he passed away from bowel cancer, I should say. This is a very morbid story already.
0: <laughs> but anyway, he,
1: he uh, I'm, I'm a splitting image of my dad, basically. That's okay. what I'm trying to get to, because so it's impossible that, that I wasn't his son, right? Um, but he was just saying that, and 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 from then on, my my, I had a really poor relationship with my father, and, and I think I had different father figures in my life. And I think um, as a young boy, particularly and and, and a young girl, I guess would need the same sort of thing you know um, having a mum and dad for different roles in their life, and that 's the first sort of leadership that you look up to right and i don't like what I saw wasn't very wasn't a very good experience with my my dad, so I guess I, that that sort of walks you down one road is to choose whether you're going to be like him or not and um I definitely chose not to be like he is um, or was.
0: Yeah, so, so I think that's it's, the main it's really thing about what you choose to do with those circumstances or what you're presented with and then choosing how you're going to show up in that.
1: Definitely, yeah. Um, but I luckily I've got two older brothers, so two older brothers that sort of guided me mm. nicely, which is really good. Still do. I'm still inspired by my brothers, both both doing really well for themselves. Excellent. Yeah.
0: How would you say that has changed for you now? So that was a few years ago at that realisation or at that point in time when you were 19. How yep. has that changed for you now and how you show up either personally or professionally? Or?
1: Um, I think because, because I chose that, that road of going down the road of like, I don't want to be a human like this guy. Um, and I'm sure he did have traits like that, but he, I don't, I don't, he just wasn't a very courageous um, or attentive or um, assertive kind of guy, and he let he let things like he didn 't stand his ground with a lot of things um, and and stand up for what he believed in and so I think a lot of a lot of how I perform and how I, um, how I go about my life now is I will just keep. I will always stand up for what I believe in and the people in my team and, and those around me, I will back them hundred percent as long as what they're doing in, in, in the right, is in the right sense and they mean well by doing it and they're not out of, you know, they're not doing stuff maliciously or anything like that. I, um, I will be in their corner hundred percent. And even if, you know, even if people are making mistakes, you know, that's part of learning and whatnot, I will still back them hundred percent. I will just help facilitate, you know the the management of that learning and stuff so it's definitely helped me a lot yeah
0: that's why i introduce you as personal cheerleader to many because that's what you do you actually show up in that you're in everyone's corner and you're like yeah okay like this is your thing cool like i don't get it but i've got you and yeah definitely it's really cool to see um we had that kind of makes me think of like personal boundaries. What you were saying is how he didn't really stand up for what he wanted and things like that. It just sounds like there's a little bit of maybe like a weakness in personal boundaries on his side. And I know we've had conversations around honesty is a kindness mm. to others and everything like that. And I noticed in your bio, you said you're the unreasonable friend we all need. Can you explain Definitely. a bit more about what that means?
1: Uh... Well, if someone, like, kind of what I just said just before as well, is that I will always back people up 100%, but in, in saying that, I will always be honest. I'm not going to just pat someone on the back going, you're doing well when they're not. Um, I will I will say, you know, like I often say they have this conversation with new members, new clients, and I say, I am very honest, and I will be very honest to you if you're, I, but I like, if you're eating, if you're not eating well, you're not exercising, you're not really doing what you say you're doing, I will pull you up on it. And, but I won't sit there and go, like, why are you looking fat sort of thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? I will, be, I will ask questions like, have you been eating well? How's your, how's your water intake? Have you been sleeping well? These sorts of things. So being your unreasonable friends, I'll be, I'll be your unreasonable loving friend who will ask you the important questions so that gets your mind working to therefore get you physically working. Yeah. Um, so it will be reasonably unreasonable. <laughs> reasonably unreasonable. <laughs> but I will, I, I can definitely, you know, depending on the level of, of accountability that people like, and and how unreasonable they want me to be, I can definitely definitely be there and do that. And a few incidents actually, just in this last week, I've I've stood my ground on a few things that sometimes, you know, and I know I notice people that that do sort of roll over and let the things happen to them. And I noticed myself sort of going, oh, should I just let this sort of happen? You know, we're in a bit of a crisis and stuff like that because people have been trying to walk all over me or take advantage of the situation. Um, but then therefore, you know, by being dishonest and, and not being um, congruent with being a good human. <laughs> so I've actually stood my ground. And, I, and one, of, one of the sayings I love most in, in business and personally is just, is being tough but fair. So it's a win-win, always being tough, but fear.
0: Yeah. And when you communicate that, that level of tough fairness, <laughs> yeah. do you find that, is it challenging for you to communicate that? Or did you have moments, especially when you were learning to communicate it, that it felt like a little scary to, or was it always just something that came naturally to you?
1: No, I think it's. I think it's definitely a learnt skill. Eh, a lot of it. I think um, for me personally, like I was, I was not a very confident person before I got into health and fitness. In fact, I lived the very opposite life to what I do now. Um, I was a bit of a party animal, and I had all sorts of different different uh, views on my life, and that that could have been to do with my leadership early on. Um, but I made a pretty clear decision all of a sudden to to get myself healthy and out of that scenario where it could have been a lot more dangerous for my health and my life probably and the people, that, and for the people that I was hanging out with. Um, but they, I, I made a, I guess, uh, what was the question again? <laughs>
0: um, it was an ad hoc question. I made it up on the fly.
1: Um, <laughs> I was like, you've know, got right out. <laughs>
0: no, did you find it challenging to, learn to
1: communicate? Or did it come naturally to me? No, it's a learned skill. So I think um, when I made that decision to sort of to sort of learn these things. I, I invested a lot in coaches and mm-hmm. and uh, self-development um, courses and personal coaches and business coaches. And like I always, for the PTs and stuff and the trainers and coaches that are coming to see me, I, I'm always like, well, have you had a personal trainer before? And a lot of them are like, well, nah. I'm like, what? You don't know what it's, it's like to have a personal trainer, so how can you be a personal trainer? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if you haven't had a coach, how can you be a coach? You know, um, it doesn't make those sorts of things don't um, congruent to me. So what I did is I wanted to learn from as many people as I could and be congruent to that by knowing what it feels like to have a trainer. So I invested in three.
0: Yeah, with your team.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, now now I do. I've got we've got ten of us, right? But I I uh, at the time I put my money where my mouth is, and even though I didn't have it, and I had three separate personal trainers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I learned from all different angles and I learned lots of different um, cues and communication stuff and how people go about doing all sorts of things. So it was good. It was worthwhile.
0: Um, That's really good. I think that shows up in how you have created the Prestige Fit community as well. Like the community of members and also the community of trainers that you have. You look for trainers that have different... Qualities and different expertise, like not levels, but also perspectives and different areas that they have a passion in, and how you've created the community and encouraged the community to explore that as well is really, I feel like it's really paramount to how easeful, and I don't mean without work and effort, because I know that there's been a lot of work and effort that's gone into this, but how yes. easeful this transition, especially right now, has been compared to what it could be Um, Mm. in in the current times with coronavirus and everything and and lockdown and gyms being closed, like it could have been a whole different story if you hadn't put in that work beforehand and hadn't really valued those things. Um, So I guess the next question is really, how do you, if you could explain to people watching, how do you choose to communicate within that group, within that community?
1: How do I choose to communicate?
0: Is there an active choice? Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> I
1: I try, um, one of the big things especially like this at this sort of time within the world when we're all locked down I think one of the major things to me was communication is just like absolutely communicating it, everything clearly and precisely and very honestly about where we're at and what we're doing and I think we did like the from when the there was that Sunday night, and Australian government shut down gyms completely, and within like an hour and a half, we were alive. I was doing my first live ever, actually, on Facebook. <laughs> I've never done a live before, ever, and well, I was like, communicating. Like, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: And the only reason it was an hour and a half behind is I actually completely changed our whole the whole structure of our of our online group mm-hmm. to being from being public to being private, so that it could be that could facilitate just our clients. Um, which that all happened pretty smoothly. And then, yeah, you know, been trying to communicate daily with everybody. So I think, yeah, consistency, consistently communicating where we're at and encouraging everyone that, you know, we're going to be getting through this time and, and, and we can do it together. And sort of, I think that eases the mind rather than letting the mind wander away yeah. and go, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? How am I going to train? yeah and your
0: points of view of like there's no other choice either it's not like you can just go to another gym that's open because they're all closed
1: agreed Um, i actually got i got phone calls as well about that like i got phone calls from people going you guys are a private gym but are you is is the same laws apply to you guys because we'd like to just come to you guys i'm like uh unfortunately
0: but you can also come to us
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can come to us we're online you don't have a choice to to just turn up to another gym
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, where do you think you've gotten, whether it's communication or your leadership? And this can be, you can answer personally or professionally within that community, the Prestige Fit community. Mm-hmm. Where do you think you've gotten it really right?
1: The communication and the leadership. Um, where do I think I've got it really right? I don't know if I've ever got it 100% right, Jess, to be honest. I think um I don't I don't think I've ever got it perfect.
0: There's areas within areas that have landed right though.
1: Yeah, I think there's some that have landed right. Yeah, and have been like, and that have been um, and I've got off, you know, communicating whatever, I've been off a live or a phone call, and I thought, man, that was good, that felt good. Um, been others where I've been like, but I guess that's just how we 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 go about. You know how we feel in the day sorry I think there's like yeah a couple of times we, where we're being communicating with the team and stuff and and, and just getting conversation going mm. with everybody so especially in you know, that first team meeting that we had we, we had a first team meeting and it was kind of like first online team meeting and everyone's just sort of hanging out there and, and everyone's just telling their story about where they're at what they're doing but everyone else is intently listening you know It was That was a really cool one that sort of highlights to me just how powerful the community is together in terms of communication as well.
0: I think you get it really right in how you ask questions of people. So in that first team meeting, you said, you're like, if we can just go around and share, like, where we're at. So you open Mm -hmm. and you send, like, you give the invite and almost that permission slip for people to actually Mm -hmm. share where they're at or whatever the question or invite is for. But you have a really good way and you do it often and frequently of asking the actual question, rather than just maybe assuming or whatever it is, you actually check in and you let people share or you check in with them privately and you just be like, yeah, where are you, like, Yo, where are you at? That kind of thing and I find, <laughs> I would say that's one thing that you definitely get right.
1: Definitely, yeah, I, and again, look, this is another thing actually, with, with, this is a, with a personal coach that I learned from uh, a few years back, we had a, we we invested a hell of a lot of money actually to this one dude, and um, it was worth every cent. Eh? like oh, I thought it was very expensive at the start, but this this good friend of ours now he, he you know he'd worked with Tony Robbins and all this stuff. He would written this really cool book called How Would Love Respond, um, and he it was all about he was all about questions. He's done a lot of self development and in, in that whole area of, of like communicating, but not communicating with. Other people so much communicating with your own with yourself mm. yourself and and he he talked about this this um it all I'll always live by it really basically it, it stuck with me because he be, beat it into us over the weeks just said it again and again and again he'd tell the same stories over again and I, at the time I was like why is he telling us the same story again but uh like it, it's because now I will never forget it you know and and that's the only way to learn right it's that repetition so. He used to say to us, you know, the quality of life is determined by the quality of your communication. But The quality of your your communication is determined by the quality of your questions. So it's quite a deep thing. So the quality of your life is determined by your communication and your mind because no one else hears this. You don't know what I'm thinking about. I don't know what you're thinking about. We'd probably go crazy if we didn't know that, (laughs) you know what I mean, if you knew that. But. It's Important what you're saying to yourself, and but what you're it's more important what you're asking yourself, so what are you asking of yourself? Mm. I think that's an important thing that sort of and that just flows out of you after learning those things. So, again, it's a learned skill, I think, um, to be able to communicate well like that. And I and I naturally kind of think, like, instead of someone always asking you, oh, you're such a half glass half full kind of guy, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well. I'm actually not a glass half full kind of guy. I'm just grateful that there's water in the glass for me to drink. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'll live by that sort, of, that sort of principle is that just gratitude and, and being like, how can I make the best, most of all the opportunities, like that sort of question, or what's been great about this whole scenario? Mm. That's why I put it out to the, to the groups and stuff. Yeah. Often I ask those questions, yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. And then to finish up with, there's a two-part question.
1: Cool. Uh,
0: questions. <laughs> where do you feel like there's room for improvement both personally and also within your industry or the, the world at large so you can e- answer either but personally and then
1: in terms of communication and and or,
0: and,
1: and, or, and all, and all. um yeah. in in my profession for me personally mm-hmm. or for, for the the industry
0: personally for you is part one Yep. Part two is the industry and/or the world. If you like, you
1: can choose. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I think I could still. I still. I think you can always work, and particularly me, and um, I can always work on my um, courage to, to. And I don't mean courage of like, like just you know your own. Your, like your own self fear of jumping into things, and just and just going with it and backing yourself. I think that's a cool skill to always just keep on top of so it doesn't fade.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's for me personally. I think I just need to keep doing that in terms of leadership and, and just going like, here's this thing, bam! this is what we're gonna do, and try and move with it and see how it goes. Um, and work with, just roll, roll out, with the, the, roll with the punches, so to speak. Oh. Um, and then the industry, geez, there's a long list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be as vague or specific as you like.
1: <laughs> well, I think the the funny thing is, like, there's there's this been, I love this time right now because 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 like I don't love the coronavirus, but I love what it's done for health and fitness mm-hmm. and the opportunities it's presented to to good places, to good coaches, and genuine people that genuinely want to help people get healthy, fit, and strong, and keep you know put them in a healthy place. And not so much the, the money-hungry commercial gyms that'll, that'll manipulate you into their contracts because they've all, they've all had to stop their behavior yeah. and they don't have the community to fall back on. So unfortunately, those businesses will fall apart and it's, it's unfortunate for them, but they've been going about it the wrong way. Yeah. And it's been forever a thing. It's been on my shoulder for a long period of time. Um, and I, I will take... I take responsibility for it as well because I'm part of that community but I've always communicated that from day dot when I first worked in a big gym um, I worked there for three weeks and the guy was gonna make me I just fresh out of college make me the manager I was wow. like yeah I, I would back myself as the manager hundred percent because I looked around and I was like the talent here is
0: yeah
1: you know that's the level I was like but you guys are taking care of people's health and wellness and their mental well-being and there's just so much to the relationship of you and a coach um, and I didn't want to be a part of that that's why we started Prestige um, pretty quickly to get away from that sort of mentality so I, I think this is kind of like a godsend in, in many respects having this to sort of bring those businesses down to the level that they need to be at and, and to be like this is kind of a reality check for them like you know yeah Whereas, and it's a really cool opportunity for those people that want and actually crave some sort of nurturing from great coaches. Because we're here, and we're and we're not going anywhere because we've got great communities, and and you know we we're happy to take more people on board, right? Um, and all the other boutique gyms and stuff that that are, that are doing really well with their communities and stuff. I think it's a cool opportunity to start start to sort of take that market share for for those businesses, eh? Yeah
0: find a a new sense of leadership in the industry as well
1: definitely yeah yeah well that's why i I think it's the time to shine for these these really cool boutique gyms
0: yeah because leadership in the health and fitness industry isn't necessarily about who can get the most jacked and yeah it
1: has been for a while and 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 for like the 24 7 gym models that don't that everyone walks in and they just have their headphones in and and the trainers walk past you doing something dangerous but they won't say anything because they probably don't know any better Mm -hmm. You know, the the time's gone for them, unfortunately. Because right now, there's a bunch of coaches out there giving away tons of free, great content and trying to, you know, maximize their reach. And they will do that. And there'll there'll be the the time for the boutique gyms. You'll see boutique gyms, I think, and personal training studios and great coaches really thrive in a time like this. Now, that's probably, that's for all industries. I don't think it's just health fitness. I think it's across the board and service-based industries.
0: Awesome. Well, <laughs> <I'm going> to... <laughs> thanks so much for joining me for episode number one. Um, thanks for sharing, especially straight off the bat there. That was really nice. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm
0: a good... getting a little bit vulnerable it's good, it's helpful. Yeah, I
1: love vulnerability. Mm. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, go with it. It's been really apparent lately as well for certain things. So, awesome. Yeah, for another time. Yeah,
0: for another time. Cool. Thanks for listening to Get Chashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j j-leigh and Instagram at J underscore dot to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.